guys, welcome back to the Training Camp Podcast. The Training Camp Podcast. I got a new chair. With a multitude of guests. <laughs> can't say he's wrong, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dolphins. <laughs> no, I, I really like Stupid games. 5-0 last week. That's right. 5-0. Dak Prescott, you could lock up that four seed. Again, it's not blazing hot. 65 degrees. I'm going to do this for fun. They threw to Michael Thomas. The Heat. How? Chicago. Yes, you guys get an F. And a little too much personality. No, no. Last week. No, no, Ravens? Oh, fuck. Give me that. <laughs> no way. There's no way. Hammering. Three. Really, do not talk about him. This was my fault. Flex the game. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome to the Training Camp Podcast. Yeah, it's a really weird episode today. Um, I have so much, so much to do, not just today, but during the week. So uh, we're going to have a very short episode today. Sorry about that, but uh, hey, better episode at all than none at all. That made no sense. Just stick with me. Anyway, so uh, basically this is going to be... Basically, this is just going to be like a talking to the camera video, but I'm going to put it as a podcast because, hey, it's still the pod, and I'm still talking about everything going on right now. I just don't have uh, an hour and a half to, you know, get everything set up and everything. So, sorry about that. We'll be back next week, though, with, like the full setup and everything. If you guys are curious what the full setup looks like, go check out some other episodes. Um, so, okay, this is literally, I'm so busy that this is Thursday. I usually record on Wednesdays. My Wednesday was so busy. I, and like my Thursday is still super busy. It's 7 a.m. I'm recording this at 7 a.m. because I have so much to do today. So let's talk about this. Um, biggest things I want to talk about. First of all, Phoenix is now up 2-0 in the series against Denver. Denver looked really bad last night, honestly. I mean, the fact that Phoenix won 25 by 25 points is pretty amazing. Uh, I'm going to give Phoenix... How about the fact that they almost had, like, what was it, nine players in double digits? Yeah. Also, Chris Paul accounted for 15 out of 25 or 6 uh, assists. Yeah, he's, he's going nuts. I don't know what's, what's gotten into the water in uh phoenix but i mean it makes sense think about it they have a great scoring guard in devin booker they have a great stretch big as well as defensive big in deandre ayton they have a great wing defender and a great three-point uh shooter in mccall bridges who's going to get paid this offseason and then they have a great ball distributor veteran and uh uh court aficionado in Chris Paul. And honestly, this might be bold, but I think Phoenix might be the best team in the playoffs right now. Yes, better than the Nets. Yes, better than the Jazz. Yes, better than the Sixers. Um, and yes, better than the Clippers. I didn't, talk about the, I didn't mention the Clippers because I don't consider them a top four team right now. We'll talk about them in a second. Um, I think if, honestly, with the way Phoenix is playing, I know the next two games are in Denver, so I don't think that Phoenix will sweep, but I think Phoenix easily could sweep. Uh, it's just really hard to win games on an opponent's home court. But I mean, Jokic is doing all this by himself, man. Like, that's not even an over uh, overreaction because, like, Michael Porter Jr. had a bad game. Monte Morris had a bad game. Aaron Gordon was pretty good in this game. Um, and that's really it. Will Barton came back, and he had, like, an okay game. I think Will Barton coming back will help Denver, but it's not – I think the biggest thing if Denver wants to, like, get back to contention status is getting Jamal Murray back healthy, but obviously not going to have that this this – playoff this postseason um yeah so i mean if i had to be realistic about this i think phoenix will take one game in denver and then just finish the series off in phoenix when it goes to game five i think that'll happen i think phoenix might like take a game off essentially and that's why they'll lose 
because they'll just kind of rest most of their players. Um, honestly, it would not surprise me if they did that anyways and still won just because, like, Jokic had, what, 26 in this game? And, you know, Denver only put up 98 because he has no good players around him. Jokic cannot carry a team. It's just really hard for bigs to do that. You need guards around you because all you have to do is double a big and just put two bigs on a big and you're already good. And if they if the big swings it out to someone who can't shoot, then you're really screwed. And that's kind of the situation Denver's put in right now. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I think about the Phoenix Denver series. Now let's go on to some other games. We have the Nets and the Bucks. I believe they play tonight. Um, do they play tonight? Hold on. Let me check. Yeah. But yeah, we've the, the Bucks game as well as the jazz game tonight. So yeah, I don't know, man. I thought I genuinely, I like me and JP talked about it on the podcast. I thought the Bucks could pull off the upset against the Nets because the Bucks have the size and the defensive ability that the Nets don't have. The Nets are not a great defensive team, and uh, I was like, yeah, that's gonna be what ends up biting the Nets in the ass. But apparently, the NBA is the NFL, and you don't need defense; you just need offense. All you have, I mean, think about it. All you have to do is outscore your opponent, and that's basically what the Nets are doing, and they're doing it without James Harden. Um, for me, the biggest thing is I was like, well, you can't win games if three of your players are combining for 110 points, you know? But, uh, yeah, with James Harden being out, people have stepped up. Blake Griffin stepped up in game one. Joe Harris stepped up in game two. Like, I don't, this Nets team boggles my mind because they don't have chemistry because they haven't played, the starting team has not played that many games together. They don't have playoff experience together. And those that do, those being, uh, Kyrie and Harden don't have amazing success together. Only one uh, ring between the two of them. Obviously, KD is kind of different. But and then they also don't have the head coach experience, not just playoff experience, but just experience, period, um, with Steve Nash being in his first season of coaching. So I, it's, bleh, the Nets are blowing my mind right now. Giannis is slowly and slowly making me sadder and sadder to watch because, like, he's trying <laughs> – he really is. He's shooting threes. He's shooting shots. Like they're they're the Nets are like begging him essentially to shoot jumpers. And Giannis is like, okay, if you're gonna let me, and then he misses, which kind of sucks. But at least he's trying. It's not like Ben Simmons where he won't even take the shot. Um But Giannis, stop doing that. Just go to the back. It, just go to the bucket, man. That's what you're a center. You're just a really skinny center. That's at the end of the day, that's what you are. Um I mean, the Bucks might take a game here, but Drew Holiday's great, but he's not good enough to lock down. I mean, okay, Drew Holiday's great, and he could probably lock down Kyrie, but no one, and then you could maybe put Giannis on KD, but uh, who's going to guard Harden when he comes back? Apparently, Blake Griffin's back to prime Blake Griffin. Who's going to guard Blake? Like, uh, Lopez is not having a good series at all. I thought Lopez was going to be one of the biggest, like, key factors in winning this series, but he has not been good. Offensively, he's been okay, but defensively, he's been kind of a liability. Um, Chris Middleton is, I never believed Chris Middleton was a two. I've always thought Chris Middleton was like a three or a four, but I think just being next to Giannis and seeing the success that Giannis was able to will the Bucks to made people think that Middleton was a two. I mean, Giannis essentially got Chris Middleton an all-star vote. So I don't know, man. It's, if the Bucks want to win this series, they need to hold the Nets to under a hundred points. And I don't see any way that that happens because on a nightly basis, KD, Kyrie are both going for 40. And then once they get Harden back, Harden will probably go for like 35. So, I mean, that's 115 points right there. 
Uh, Atlanta and Philadelphia. So Kylie and me were talking about this game. And before the series started, I was like, I don't think Atlanta really has a chance here. And then Atlanta won game one. And I watched game one. And I was like, why isn't Ben Simmons guarding Trey Young? Why is Danny Green guarding Trey Young? <laughs> and I told her, I was like, yeah, uh, the Phil- Philadelphia will easily win this game if they put Ben Simmons on Trey Young. And guess what Philadelphia did in game two? They put Ben Simmons on Trey Young. Uh, Philadelphia did only win by only won by 16. I think it should have been more. But I mean, when Ben Simmons also only puts up four points, that's gonna happen. Um, I just Philadelphia, I think, is gonna run away with this series now that they've kind of figured out the Hawks defensively. I mean, even in Game One, it was the first three quarters were all the Hawks, and then the fourth quarter, it was like, oh god, the Hawks might lose this, and it was because they put Ben Simmons on Trey Young, and that fourth quarter alone, I think, shifted everything for the. Uh, 76ers, and it kind of showed them how they can beat the Hawks. And uh, at the end of the day, they now have the formula, and the Hawks just don't have the players. I mean, Trey Young's great, but uh, his gimmick is kind of up right now. He's facing a great defensive team. The Hawks don't have the big to really lock down Embiid. I thought Capella might put up a good fight, but Embiid's just been next level. Embiid is Shaq with a jump shot if Shaq could have, or if uh, he could stay healthy. But I mean, he's absolutely unreal to watch. And then, you know, okay, cool. So maybe maybe he has a bad game. Well, Tobias Harris will probably have a great game then. Um, I think, honestly, Ben Simmons is due. So it would not surprise me the next game between Philadelphia and Atlanta. Like, Ben Simmons goes off for 25 or 30. Especially because a lot of people are talking shit about Ben Simmons right now. Well, I mean, he doesn't evolve. He does frustrate me because he doesn't ever evolve his game. But still, he's got it. For, for being a first overall pick, he's someone who has a chip on his shoulder. Um, now, Clippers... Utah. Is this the last? Is this the last series that I haven't talked about? I talked about Brooklyn, Milwaukee. I talked about Philadelphia. I talked about Phoenix. Yeah. Oh my God. We're down to our last four. Yeah. Because this is the semifinal. Oh my God. Time flies, man. Um. Okay. L.A. and Utah. Game one. In my mind, was like, how did the Jazz win that game? <laughs> the Jazz missed what twenty. 20 consecutive shots and someone still won this game. A lot of people are like, hey, like Colin Coward said, what was it? The, the, this was the best case scenario for the Clippers. Was it? You lost a game by three in which the opponent, the opposing team missed 20 shots in a row and Paul George, your second star played like crap. And also the jazz didn't have Mike Conley. Um, I said that I think Phoenix right now is the best team in the playoffs and I, I'm gonna stick by that maybe it's they're the hottest team in the playoffs not the best team um, but I think Utah and the Nets are you know right there I think Utah has what the Nets would love which is defense and depth which which is what to be fair is what I've been saying about the Bucks but uh, Utah Utah has a Giannis at center they don't they, they don't need uh, they don't need to worry about not having scoring ability uh, because Donovan Mitchell is gonna put up you know 45 in a game because that's what Donovan Mitchell is he's apparently somehow the best before what was he 14th overall 12th overall pick um he's been absolutely insane in the playoffs i mean he's he's hurt i mean how many times am i gonna say i mean he's hurt he he went to the playoffs off of an injury and he's playing out of his freaking mind i whatever donald mitchell is taken man like whoever is his coach Everyone needs to hire him because he is he has been absolutely next level. Um, I think Utah getting Mike Conley back for game two, it's it's probable, which means it's like, hey, it might happen, but if it doesn't, it's not our fault. Um, I don't think they should play him for game two. 
mainly because the game is in Utah, and Utah played very poorly in Game 1, in my opinion, and still won the, won the game. Um, I think they should wait for Game 3, because I think if Utah can take a game in Los Angeles, then the game will probably, the series might close out in five a lot of people have the Clippers taking this I I don't know man I do like the Clippers putting in boogie I think that's really really good both offensively and defensively um because he's a pretty good matchup honestly against Rudy Gobert in the post for uh defensively at least going against Rudy Gobert because it's nice to have a big body and honestly I think people forget how good DeMarcus Cousins was because it's been like three or four years since we've seen prime DeMarcus Cousins just because injury um other things for L if LA wants to win this series, man. I mean, Paul George honestly has to be better, and if not, Kawhi is gonna have to go off for like thirty-five or forty at night. But that's not Kawhi. That's not who he is. I, I don't know. It's really hard to watch this Clippers team because it doesn't really feel like a team anymore. It feels like the PG and the Kawhi show, especially in the first round, and now it's literally just the Kawhi show. I do like that they were giving minutes to uh, Luke Kennard because you know they paid him all that money and then didn't play him in the first round um but i will say and i think he led them in scoring for the first quarter of game one but he's a defensive liability and you can't have him on donovan mitchell if the clippers want to win this series they have to have Kawhi on donovan mitchell at all times and they have to have the, they have to have but they have to have paul george uh on either mike conley or bogdanovich which should be really easy for paul george because bogdanovich is not <laughs> the most athletic guy in the world um i think one of the things that the jazz also have going for them is having joe ingles and Jordan Clarkson come off the bench. It's nice to have that spark when the Clippers don't really have a spark off their bench. So I'm really interested to see how game two goes. That's tonight as well as the Brooklyn-Milwaukee game. Um, yeah, I think uh, I would love to see. It, here's the fun thing. I don't really, out of all the teams that are, in, that are still in the in the playoffs, I would love to see any of them win it because like none of them won it in so long and some of them haven't even won it. And so I don't really care. I mean, in my, I really like Chris Paul, and I feel bad that he is like one of the best players of my generation, and he doesn't have a ring. I'd love to see him get a ring. Jokic, I'd love to see him get a ring because he'd basically be willing his team to a championship as a big, which is so rare. Uh, Brooklyn would be kind of nice just for Brooklyn, like the fans. Um, I don't really care because KD already has a ring. Kyrie already has a ring. Harden doesn't, but I mean, for me, I, just, I the only reason I would want Brooklyn to win a ring is because, you know, Brooklyn fans have kind of, <laughs> they've been in pain for a long time. Uh, for Milwaukee, I really like Giannis, and I think, you know, a ring would definitely, definitely cement the last two MVPs that he's won, because right now it's like, is he an MVP? Like, is he a top player in the league? Um, but at the same time, I don't think Milwaukee nor Denver have a chance. And uh, the Clippers, again, haven't won. A championship in a long time so i'd feel really good for their fans utah has never won a championship and they've been burdened by the whole michael jordan era uh yeah their fans suck ass i hate utah fans so much <laughs> i'm around them all the time but um you know they've been starved so and then philadelphia and atlanta both i think just have really really fun teams to watch in general and have great futures they're very young teams so i mean atlanta too and philadelphia and philadelphia hasn't been to the finals since what 2001 and atlanta has never won has Atlanta won a championship? Hold on. Hold on. Atlanta Hawks championships. This shows my... 1958! <laughs> nice. Cool. That's amazing. 1958 was the last time the Hawks won the championship. So, yeah. At the end of the day, though, like I think it'd be kind of cool to see uh, a championship parade here in Utah um phoenix would be cool 
I think the big the two teams I'm rooting for right now out of the the West are Phoenix and Utah. I think it's just a great matchup in the Western Conference Finals to see those two teams go against each other because they were like the biggest rivals this year. Um, I mean, I would originally say that it would be Denver and Utah, but then Murray went out with an injury. But I would love to see a seven game series with Phoenix and Utah, and then the West. I think Philly and Brooklyn would be really really interesting because Philly kind of has what Milwaukee doesn't, which is a, a big man who can shoot essentially a big man who can lock down defend but also shoot the rock and uh Philadelphia is also a really deep team so if I had my way that would be my finals and honestly I think I might get my way because I don't know the the Clippers series is probably the one I'm like the most hesitant about I think Phoenix will easily take to get the series against Denver Philadelphia easily take it against Atlanta and Brooklyn I mean Brooklyn's up too well so that doesn't worry me at all um so yeah, I'm not gonna make any play, like predictions for the playoffs until or for the finals until we get into the Western Conference semifinal or the Western and the Eastern Conference finals. So you guys can tell I'm recording this at 7 a.m. because I'm like semi awake. Uh, cool. Well, this will be up in about four hours. Never done that before. So sorry about the podcast being so different today, guys. I had a I've been just swamped with so many different things, um, and so I just had no time. I mean, I, I originally was gonna do this yesterday night. I got home at like nine, but I just crashed and I, I was out until like seven. So I got, I got a good, I got a good 10 hours of sleep there. Um, but want to get you guys a podcast for those of you, if this is your first podcast you guys have been to, this is not how it usually is. Go check out the other podcast episodes. We have a much professional, more professional setup. This is more like my talking to the camera series that you guys can check out as well. But, uh, other than that, we're just going to the pod here. I'm not gonna talk for too much longer. This has already been 20 minutes somehow. That's crazy. But I uh, hope you guys have a great day. Thank you guys for tuning to the podcast today. And I'll see you guys next week for my birthday podcast. That's crazy. I'm uploading a podcast on my birthday. That's wild. Uh, so thank you guys for watching the podcast. And I'll see you guys next time.